0: Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your Bayouki look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and this is your news for the week of October 18th, 2021. So with all the cons in the last month or so, you know, Gen Con, Origins, and then this past weekend, Essen Spiel out there in Germany. Uh, Sanus has been a bit spattered, to say the least, as far as some new releases and such. So today I'm going to give you some of the games that I noticed being the buzz of Spiel, kind of as I did with Gen Con as well. So thanks for to W. Eric Martin, some others on BGG, and also the Twitter community to see what everyone was a buzz about. Some news first. Asmodee will re-release Kingsburg as a quote-unquote definitive edition next month. It'll be $60, and it'll contain all the expansions. Uh, most of them are just modular expansions that you kind of, kind of, come in and out and some of them are absolutely amazing kind of the new edition of kingsburg or the expansion kind of changed the game a bit uh but they're going to have all that in the box so this is an amazing find kingsburg one of my favorite games there's also going to be a previously unreleased scenario in there so now in kingsburg uh what you're doing everybody's kind of got their own little tableau of kind of you can or uh, it's more like a technology tree so to speak where you're kind of going up there as you're paying different resources to go up there and improve your little town uh you know from from the big valley or the big i guess it's a country, of Kingsburg. Uh, And what you do is you're rolling three dice on your turn. I believe you can get some more dice throughout the game. Uh, You're rolling three dice, and then you're putting them out onto this board. It's kind of like a uh, almost like a triangle or, or a pyramid, so to speak, uh, as the, you know, 18 being at the top. So when you get all sixes, you can go up to the 18 spot, which gives you a whole lot of stuff, or you can place your dice one at a time or two at a time. And then the numbers go from one to 18. And generally only one person could be on any one of those. So you can block somebody else out. So as you're using your dice, you're getting either resources or, uh, fighting ability to fight off the monsters that'll become at the end of each year. Game is great. I just absolutely love the way that they use kind of that dice mechanism. I've been waiting for more kind of uh, games to use this mechanism because it is such a really cool one, the way they use dice there and the way you're kind of improving your kingdom. But this is going to be a really solid game. Uh, It's very light to medium. Uh, My family likes to play this and my extended family uh, likes to play this. My My uncle come over and play this as well with us. Two to five players, plays in about, probably about an hour and a half to two hours, uh, but it doesn't feel kind of that long, very light in in the gameplay itself. So check that one out. Uh, again, that'll be Kingsburg, a definitive edition. Ryder Knizia's Siege of Rundar, that will be re- that was, I believe, released in Essen, but it doesn't have a whole lot of information on the U.S. Relief, uh, release, but uh, W.R.E.K. Martin uh, had a really good preview of this one, and I really kind of liked the way it was because I love deck building. So this is not necessarily quote-unquote deck building as you would recognize it uh, as usual, but it's kind of almost like a deck improvement. So you always have 12 cards in your hand or in your, not necessarily in your hand, sorry. Your deck will only be 12 cards and two of these are always gonna be orcs. Now you're going throughout the game, you're going to be buying and replacing some of these cards, but you can never replace the two orc cards. So now you'll, uh, each time you shuffle your deck, you remove two of those cards, and you'll end up dealing yourself out five. Now, you won't know which two you removed, so sometimes you may have the orcs get re- removed. So when an orc comes up in your hand, you have to take it out. You place it down immediately, and you put out one of these. You take a card from the orc deck, which the orc will be kind of uh, attacking your castle, so to speak. So this is, all again, so a fully cooperative game where you're trying to protect the castle from these orcs and then get your treasure to safety. So as you're kind of improving different cards, they go to one of the players that are playing, and then throughout the game, you're going to be getting better and better cars to be able to do different things and fighting off the orcs or helping you to buy or move around the castle. Very cool little uh, nifty little game that, uh, that I really, really enjoyed kind of checking out that preview that he put up there. This is a one-to-four player game playing about 60 to 90 minutes and kind of a medium weight kind of game. Renekind is really good at the kind of lighter to medium weight game, but I really think this is one that uh, a lot of families will will kind of like. I really uh, enjoyed, like I said, I enjoyed reading the, uh, the preview that he put out there and I'll put a link to his little preview as well. Also out there, uh, kind of within the last couple of weeks, the uh, CGE, or Check Games Edition, they put up the rules to Lost Ruins of Arnak expansion. Now, they kind of put those up there, and uh, I kind of got a good read through it, and they also showed a little bit of it uh, at Essen as well, where I believe they were uh, selling some of those. So this is Lost Ruins of Arnak Expedition Leaders, uh, which is really cool. They come with... Obviously, new leaders, which are different players, you can use some newer cards that come in the game, and then also the different uh, research tracks are going to be a little bit different. So uh, there's more to each one of these leaders, but I want to go over each one of these real quick. This is one of my, uh, this was my kind of my favorite uh, game of the year last year. So I'm going to give you a peek of each one of these. So there's the captain. He basically has three player pawns or archaeologists and you place them on their board and there's uh, also you have one that's on your board a space that only you could use that's on your board that lets you use one of the uh, the helpers that are on the main board as well the falconer he rewards you for overcoming the guardians in the game and the falcon or they call it is it called the falconer but they call it the eagle in the game which is interesting so he moves up the track and depending on the cards you play you can move it up more and more in the track then you can call it back whenever you want and use the power of where it was on the track and then it starts again on that track for the journey down the track so there's also the baroness uh she gets free coins during the game it also has a card that allows her to get items into her hand instead of into her deck like they normally would, and then you would have to draw them into your hand. Now, what's cool about this card as well is it always goes back into her hand next round, even if it was exiled. That's a pretty cool mechanic. I really like that a lot. There's the professor. He's got a bag which represents his stash of artifacts, and it starts with three artifacts in it that only he can buy, Uh, and he also has cards that help him get easier resources that he can only use for the artifacts. These resources will go into his bag as well, and he can only use these for artifacts, and once he buys all three of those, there's a way that he can get some more into his bag as well. So very cool there. I love uh, the artifacts in the game as well. Uh, The explorer, uh, he's only got one archaeologist pawn, but you can move it around, uh, but have to manage these snack tokens As you're moving that around the board. So he's more focused on the moving on the board. Uh, rather than using a lot of different cards, but a little more to him than that, but that's basically his main mechanic. And finally, there's the Mystic. Uh, the Mystic uses fear to their advantage. Uh, once you exile fear, they go into a pile on your player board, and then you use those uh, to you know, get rid of those fear to get advantages like resources, or you can overcome a Guardian for free using the fear, uh, you know, that mechanic. and uh, each round, you're going to be adding fear to your hand, but obviously it's much easier for the Mystic to remove the fear from their deck. So uh, there's also the new research tracks that I mentioned. They're amazingly new and cool. They've got different little twists to them in different branches. Uh, they've got uh, things like one of them has artifact that you can use for the power when you get there, but you can't get it yourself, but you just use the artifact power. And there's even uh, a guardian on one of the tracks that you cannot move past until someone defeats it. So needless to say, uh, this is a must buy on my list. And if you love Lost and Rose of Varnak, I'm sure you'll be picking this one up as well. Once it becomes, uh, you know, once it becomes in trade. So a couple other games that I saw out there, Dreadful Circus, this was a new one uh, that's coming up from Bruno for Duty and Portal Games. Uh, This is kind of a set collection game with some auction and bidding and such. Uh, Now, what's cool is you're going to try to create your own successful circus. Now, there's a unique twist to it. Over the course of the game, players are going to buy cards that have... Uh, special final scoring rules to them. So as the game kind of, as they say, as the game progresses and more cards are gained, each player develops their own final scoring rules and no game is the same because obviously, uh, you know, different players are going to be different, getting different final scoring cards through there. So just kind of a little twist on kind of the set collection or even kind of the... almost kind of a rummy feel to it, but a little little twist on that set collection mechanic as well. Uh, There's also one, uh, they showed off a Catan Solitaire logic puzzle. Uh, You know, I know this may not be kind of in a main vein of a game, but it's very cool, and us gamers like a lot of these kind of logic puzzles and such. So There's going to be 40 puzzles in this box uh, which you use pieces and need to fill in the board depending on a puzzle. You know, you have to block the robber, protect the roads and the cities and such. Just really cool little puzzle things. And Like I said, there's 40 of them there uh you know goes back to that same vein of i believe there was a, uh, you know things kind of like roadblocks which you have the cars and you kind of have to move the cars around to get the one car out of the parking lot and such there's a lot of these little logic problems that they sell in different stores but this is a really cool one because it centers around uh catan and i really kind of like the almost uh kind of the polyominal feel to that so this is a cool one to check out once it does get over here as well there's also a game called Moon Adventure. Now, this is uh, from uh, Oink Games and Jun Sasaki. Uh, now, this was kind of like a, I would say it's an expansion, not expansion. It's kind of like a sequel to the game Deep Sea Adventure. Uh, except that this one's going to actually be a co-op game and a a harder co-op game. Deep Sea Adventure was an interesting thing because you started off on a boat, and then you have to go out, and everybody uses the same air, but you would go out kind of trying to get as far as you can to grab stuff on the bottom of the sea and then kind of get back and don't run out of air. I'm pretty sure everybody loses if you run out of air, so kind of a uh, semi-co-op there, but this is supposed to be uh, named as a hard co-op for Moon Adventure, but I do like the way the game is. Again, it's another one of those type of games that... uh, that's easy to learn, but difficult to uh, fulfill in that type of game. So that should be really cool. And speaking of very difficult, uh, Gollum. They showed some more information about Gollum. Now, Gollum will be from Cranial Creations and some of my favorite designers, uh, Flamina Brassini, Vergino uh, Gili, and Simone Luciani. Uh, this one is going to be a couple hours to play. It'll be one to four players, and it's kind of a, on a medium to heavier weight Euro scale. But what makes this cool is that it kind of have these marbles to there. Now, in the beginning of each round, your players are going to shuffle the colored marbles into the 3D synagogue, which will split them into five different lines. That'll correspond to the five main actions that are available in the games. So you're going to be getting golems. You're going to kind of be upgrading your developments. You're going to be uh, kind of getting art building artifacts, uh, getting spells, and then kind of performing one action of your choice. Uh, by depending, uh, you know, color there. So what's cool is the number of marbles available in each one of the action line will determine how much the player gets from that action. And then when you choose an action, you're going to collect one marble of your choice in that line, and depending on the color, you can move your student forward in one of the districts of Prague. And it'll, you know, they have the multi-tracks, so they'll be going through the different tra- uh, different districts, uh, and you'll get rewards uh, because of that as well. Kind of uh, in that same vein, it uh, kind of reminds me... Um, of uh, Newton in in that way in, in which there's multiple things. They, these designers, they're really good at giving you like one choice, gives you three or four different things. And depending on the colors or how many of the choices, uh, just, just so good, so deep. But really, this is going to be a good one. I've been looking forward to this one for a few years now as well. And finally, Picture Perfect will be released in the U.S. in November by Arcane Wonders. Uh, This one was put out by, I believe, a German publisher. I believe it's Korax Games. uh, But this one is by Anthony Nouveau. This is for two to four players. Plays in about 60 to 90 minutes. Kind of a lighter to medium weight game. And what you're trying to do, this is kind of a logic puzzle. um, And this is kind of, you have to arrange the 14 characters for a photo. But... They all have secret wishes and desires for the photo that are hidden in different envelopes. And then throughout the game, you'll be able to look in these envelopes, but you also have to get some info from other players, uh, kind of a social, very very much of a social deduction or social kind of playing off of each other, uh, you know, getting information from them. Uh, And then depending on how you do as far as where they're going, as far as in the picture, you'll get different points and such through there. So it looks pretty cool. And there's also the five or six player expansion, which will be coming out about the same time over here. Uh, in the U.S. But again, that is picture perfect. Now, got Kickstarters and GameFounds this year. Uh, I'm going to kind of go back and forth between GameFound and Kickstarter here, but uh, I will have the link to them themselves, so it doesn't really matter, you know, which which order I talk about them. But first up, we're going to talk about GameFound. This is going to be Too Many Bones unbreakable. Now, uh, I absolutely love Chip Theory games, and Too Many Bones is so much fun. Each one of these expansions adds a couple more characters to Too Many Bones, uh, and usually they're uh, they usually... You don't necessarily usually need the base game. This one you may need, I'm not quite sure, I haven't seen, can't see if it says you need the base game, but their first expansion that they put out for Too Many Bones was kind of a, an expansion, but you could actually play it with just there. So it was just, uh, a self-contained or, or standalone expansion, but uh, it definitely adds a lot more when you add it to the base game. Uh, just such a great game because it has those different unique chips, and then each one of the characters has a lot of you know dice that you'll add to your board and and different powers that you'll use, and you kind of go through a nice little scenario this one is uh, Too Many Bones is kind of a, a decent decent weight and a decent length of a game, but it is an absolute blast to play. Uh, the campaign, well, Game Fair, you can always go to there even before the campaign launches, but this one will launch sometime this week, so I'll put a link in there as well. But definitely check that one out, Too Many Bones Unbreakable. Next up, we've got from Kickstarter "Paint the Roses." Now, this is a cooperative puzzle game set in Wonderland. This is by North Star Games. Uh, what's pretty cool here is there's kind of some hidden deduction, kind of or necessarily hidden on purpose. But the way the game works is that you'll have each player will have a card of kind of how the Queen of Hearts wants her rose garden made, and in different rules that are that are determined. So you'll take a piece of the garden and you'll place it according to the rule that you have in your hand, and then once you place it there successfully he will put some cubes on a board and then everybody's going to guess as to what the rule is if they get it right uh you'll go up a track if you get it wrong the queen will go up a track and you're just trying to stay ahead of the queen and 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 uh and you know and to win the game there uh this one will be about $30 on Kickstarter. This one is funded and it has got about three and a half weeks to go. Well, well funded with a lot of good things. So definitely checks one out. It looks beautiful. The gameplay is kind of one of these family weight games. Two to five players plays in about an hour and North Star Games is known for kind of their party games that are easily accessible. But uh, this one looks absolutely beautiful with the art. So I highly recommend checking out Paint the Roses. Another one that's going to be ending pretty soon but also has amazing art. This is called Keep the Heroes Out. This one is... Is by Louis Louis Brua, uh, and this one is going to end pretty soon this week, so you might want to check this one out, uh, you know, as soon as you can. There's going to be this is a uh, $50 out. This is kind of a tower, it wouldn't sell a tower defense, kind of a dungeon defense, but each player it's kind of a uh, has a deck building element to it, so each player is a different monster, and then the 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 dungeon is going to be pre-made, and each uh, player is going to have different actions depending on the cards you draw to put different things out into the dungeon. And then, once everybody does their actions, then you're going to draw some some hero cards, which are going to be that's the kind of the tower defense element to it. Then you're going to see what happens uh, to your dungeon. So it's one of four players, very quick, very light, about forty five minutes uh, to play, and very family way game. And like the art and the meeples, uh, they look absolutely amazing. There's things. You can play the lizard folk, Slime, Ratkin, Imps, Red Dragon, Skeletons. There's all sorts of different uh, rules to each one of these. They all have their different deck to them. Absolutely amazing. Check this one out. I'll put a link in there because it's probably going to be a way that you can get late pledges. I like to throw these one in, uh, you know, these type of uh, projects in there because they almost always have late pledges that you can get in on. Next up, Bardwood Grove. This is what they call an evolving card-based Euro for one to four Fantastical Bards. This one's got about two and a half weeks to go. It is well-funded as well. Uh, And to get in this one from Final Frontier Games, this one will only cost you about $59 to get in on air. Everybody plays a uh, different bards, and there's kind of a tableau building element, so depending on where you play your cards, uh, they'll either trigger on one phase or another, then you've got your kind of the, I believe they call it the crescendo or kind of the tempo, as you're doing that, you'll trigger different parts of your deck or your cards that are out there uh real cool little uh, kind of deck building element to it as well and you're kind of you know going throughout the land trying to get up the, you know, different uh quests and such the the bits that they've got in this game looks absolutely amazing there's also kind of uh a little bit of mini expansions that are in there as well uh looks great check this one out uh bard wood if you kind of like that uh tableau building like I do as well in the tableau building and deck building. Uh, and finally, we've got another one back from GameFound. This one is called Taverns and Dragons. This one is up now. Uh, it, it is, uh, I do believe it is well-funded uh, or is... Oh, Yep, just went over its goal. Sorry about that. About two and a half weeks ago, and it is over its goal. Uh, there's two to five players. Plays in about an hour. Uh, now you're gonna send your minions into the cursed forest to gather rare ingredients for your recipes: magic mushrooms, wild plants, dragon eggs, and nothing is too dangerous for the king. Again, kind of a dice placement, worker placement, or or worker movement with a dice placement in uh, this adventure game. Very cool. Very the art. Again, is very very uh, very nice to see the art. Uh, so I recommend checking this one out. I always love Dice Placement, uh, and it does look like a kind of an easier-to-get-into game. Uh, and this one only costs about uh, €44, Euros, I believe, so that's probably about, uh, I believe that's probably about $50 uh, to get in that U.S. This one has about, again, 17 days left, but definitely check that one out. That is Taverns and Dragons by Lord Raccoon Games. Thanks for joining me today. If you see any news that I'd like to feature, shoot me a message at GeekJockDan on Twitter. Also, please check out TheMajorsPoilers.com for more content by Steven and the Master of the Major Spoilers crew. And as always, check out the Geek All-Stars podcast, my uh, every bi-weekly show I do talking about board games, card games, and anything else geeky we really want to talk about. As always, I'm Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and I'll see everyone in about two weeks for another Bunchkin Minute. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.